call you back. This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> The army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this, and bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun, take the cannoli. <laughs> Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for This is Live yeah, at Five. Live, live at indeed. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Jumped the gun there. I should know that by now. Here's uh, 10 minutes after the hour. Uh, it's uh, the first day of Children's Miracle Network. One of three. Continuing here at Community Broadcasters. Johnny Spazano doing a spectacular job. Along with the others, Lance Hale and others right here in this building. Not from a nondescript building. We now have Mark Love. Sorry. Uh, nobody in the studio today. We will have uh, Attorney Joe Stanley at the bottom of the hour. I have a couple of questions for him. And uh, I know I'm supposed to ask a question for Louie. Louie, I'm sorry. I, I, I failed you last week. And I don't know whether or not uh, you can call in and give me that question again. I don't want to get Louie upset. So anyway, um, I don't know. I heard my, my, rather, my ears were ringing today because I had a couple of... Uh, well, my name came up uh, on the hotline show today. One thing led to another, and it looks like Lisa is going to be not only on my show on Friday, but also on the hotline here on uh, on Friday as well. So that's two for Friday for for Lisa. Um, yeah, again, I, I'm I, I I feel totally privileged that uh, people have been using uh, utilizing these two shows, including mine, uh, to get the word out. And I and I think you know I think we've. Uh, Done a spectacular job here at Community Broadcasters right here on AM 1240 to let get the word out on uh, who should be your next council person. I mean, this is always an important vote. It's not an election year. It's a local year for us. There are other elections. There is a Treasury election going on. That's important. That's that's impactful. Uh, whether or not you would want the, the Democrat to, to be uh, your representative will be determined on Tuesday. Uh, up at, up until this point, um, the and I'm sorry, her last name is Kimball, not to be confused with the guy that's running for city council, that's a retired uh, surgeon. <clears throat> um, she's you know she's had good represent, representation here. I see her signage out there. I see Brian Peck's signs uh, out out and about. Uh, we just never had an opportunity to speak with Brian, so I, I, I that's that disappoints me. I reached out to their camp and they said no. So, I, you know, that sucks, but uh, I would like to at least support the Republican because I am a Republican and I always try to uh, extend um, some type of, you know, in my case, my, my voice and my show uh, in support of Republicans. But that hasn't happened. And I know News Junkie had a poll out there that's not favoring the Republican. And I think it's important. So, again, I only bring that up because, you know, voters listen to these shows and they're very passionate voters. 
And by the way, if you listen to yesterday's show with uh, Leonard Spaziani, sorry, I was losing my mind there. Uh, wow, jeepers. People are just, and, and not just the people that called in challenging Leonard, but also the people that were leaving comments with me by way of text and, of course, on Facebook. So we want answers. And I, the best way to reach out to voters here, obviously, is, is on AM 1240. And uh, I, for one, I, I'm very, very priv- privileged to have been a part of this, and we will continue to be a part of this right through Election Day, which is next Tuesday. So tomorrow, Ben Schoen will be here. Now, the question is, when T.J. Babcock came in here, the man in fourth place, he shared his hour with, uh, with Ben. And granted, I know I had Jerry Manor in there. I got way too many people calling in on the show at any given time. Sorry, too popular. But nonetheless, the question remains, and I haven't reached out to Ben, or for that matter, T.J. Babcock, otherwise known as Timothy, whether or not Tim and Ben will be here tomorrow. We'll have to see. So Ben's tomorrow, and then on Friday, as mentioned, uh, Lisa Ruggiero, and I have absolutely nobody here on Monday, the day before Election Day, although I, I do believe uh, that uh, Jeff Graham, if I'm not mistaken, has landed Spaziani on Monday. That should be interesting, too. Go to the phone. Someone's already there. Higher in the air. Hello, Glenn. I just wanted to let you know that uh, tonight at City Hall at 6 o'clock, right after your show ends, there's a special work meeting, a special work session of uh, the, the Watertown City right. Council, right. Uh, specifically on the on the water issue. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it would be... Uh, uh, an enlightening meeting. Hopefully, the, there'll be some light uh, shining on what's going on in the water department. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot of innuendo and a lot of discussion, a lot of theories and things going on recently. Hopefully, we'll get the players that are involved, the players that know something, right. to, to, that can uh, put it all on the table and uh, let it shine on it. So, yeah. six o'clock tonight, third floor, Watertown City Council special work session at City Hall. Excellent. Thanks for the plug, my friend. I appreciate it. Okay. All right, so everyone should go to uh, steveweedproductions.com to see that, right? And I'm assuming Steve's going to uh, you know, air that live, right? So that's, that's important to see. Uh, so what's that going to be all about? We'll find out tonight, and we'll talk about it tomorrow on tomorrow's shows. 755-1240. So I'm just going through uh, News Junkie here. Uh, by the way, Joe is, like I mentioned, will be calling at the bottom of the hour. I have a couple of questions to ask him. But if you want to call in by by all means, and Louie, I know I should have your question already in the chamber, but I just can't remember what your question was. And I know it's important. And I would like to know. So going down up and down News Junkie spell with a big fat Z.com, you know, there was a big shakeup in football. Uh, the Raiders realized that they are going absolutely nowhere. They got rid of not only the coach, but the general manager. Plus they benched their, their starting quarterback, Raffalo. So they're looking for answers. If you notice, um, Al Davis's son, <clears throat> who as ugly as Al Davis Sr. was, his son is pathetic looking. But he and his wife sit in a booth that's way too close to the fans. And there's only a pane of glass between he and the passing fans. So they have an opportunity at Allegiance Stadium there in Las Vegas to, to get their two cents in at, you know, as they walk by the owner's box. So I guess he was just really upset. He was just getting pissed on every time. Plus a horrible loss this past weekend against the uh, the Detroit Lions. So there was a big shakeup there. Got somebody on the line here. Let's go to the phones. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. Timothy. Hey, uh, what'd you say about Mr. Spaziani? Is he going to be on the hotline on Monday? Is that what you're saying? I think so. If I, I could be wrong, but I think I heard Jeff say today that Spaziani's going to be on his show Monday. 
Oh, yeah, I yeah. can hear him say that. I know he said Lisa. Lisa's this Friday, uh, yeah. Right, yeah. Right, I, right. I know he caved into that. He said he wasn't going to have nobody else. Well, there. it's not a matter of caving in. It's it's a matter of, you know, sometimes people got to reach out to us. That's all. And, um, you know, I'm a little bit more aggressive these days. And um, so, anyway, Lisa's going to be here on both shows. So that's an opportunity yeah. for you, Tim, to call up the hotline and my show this Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, well, I, I plan on doing that. Yeah. Uh, so I thought Mr. Spaziana uh, uh, yesterday was this. I don't know. It just doesn't uh, add up there, Glenn, why Lisa would ask him to go get the stupid sign. Uh, I, I just And then he asked Cliff. I don't know. I just, some just. Here's the thing. I mean, and Tim, we can, we can agree on this. And I challenged uh, Leonard, and he's a great man. He's a gracious man for doing this. He's 76 years old. He said we we're in the same age group. That got me all upset, but that's neither here nor there. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, but, he, you know, one thing is clear. And and you know this, Tim. When you make a mistake in life, you you got to go with the flow and say you would do it again. Where in the back of your mind you say, "Geez, I wish I didn't do that. I wish I didn't go down there and volunteered with Cliff only to pick up a sign underneath the billboard uh, on Factory Street." But he did. And uh, of all the things that have gone on with 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 uh, the phone call from Ben, from the accusations of his name, and all this other stuff. That the worst thing they could have done was to be seen together, colluding together, to take that sign from underneath the billboard. That's my opinion, Tim. Maybe you agree with that. It was a horrible well, move. I, yeah, I agree with it. And the other thing I wanted to say, Glenn, was is anytime I'm making a comment, I know I don't hate Leonard Spaziani or Lisa or any of them. I, I, I don't hate anybody. Right. And every time you're making a, com- a, a, a comment, you know, on what they did or what they have done, People think, oh, it's it, it's uh, hate water town right. or whatever it is. Right. Uh, it, it's ridiculous, and then they they come on there and bash me, and then they say something about Lisa. It's kind of like yeah, I know. I just uh, I just like you're you're agreeing with it, with me about it. Just doesn't make sense why he would get like that mm-hmm. and, and done that thing. But anyhow, I got yeah. some questions for Lisa. I like to ask her. Yeah. Uh, Spaziani, I don't think he's as good as a doctor like he thinks he is. Mm. Uh, in my personal opinion, that's my personal opinion. But Tim, but, uh, remember, you're the well, one. No, 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 wait, hold up, Tim. You're the one, and 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 you should be proud of this. That brought up the idea that you know, after the election day, which is next Tuesday, <coughs> less than a week, we could still have a gang of three scenario. And um, you're the one who brought that up, Tim. So con- you know, kudos to that. Well, you, you I mean. You probably will still have the gang of three, but I do have more confidence in the doctor now. Hmm. Talk, you know, listening to him a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, he is more reasonable instead of hot-headed. Right. That he is, he will listen to you. Right. He will ponder uh, what what you're saying, and and that goes a long ways with me. When you don't listen to the public right. or consider them. Right. And change your mind on some issues, and then you, you just can't work with somebody like that. That's that's not flexible enough for me. But thank yeah. you, Glenn. All right, that's thanks, Tim. Day. Thank you. Well, just bear in mind that people thought Justin Trudeau was on the level too. People thought that Stalin was just a hipster, just an artiste. You know, he used to wear a ring earring. You know, he's just one of those guys. I saw something recently. I, I could look it up on my phone. <clears throat> Nineteen thirteen was the year where four significant figures. We're living in the same town. Uh, it was in Vienna, 1913. Hitler, Stalin, Trotsky, and who was the fourth one? I can't remember now. 
They all lived in Vienna in 1913. If that's not a play or playwright or movie in the making or miniseries, I don't know what is. That's, that's got to happen. Hi, you're in the air. Go on, how you doing? What's that? It's the Duff. Yeah, uh, there are a lot of things. Uh, there are a lot of sheeps in Wolf's clothing. I mean, everybody thought Joe Biden was a moderate. Right. Far, far from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, we all know he's not. He's not who he, he, he yeah. He, he, he has no info whatsoever. He's not running the show, yeah. Right. The government, regardless of your two callers, mm-hmm. that uh, no, we know. And defend his every move. Right. Um, and, and the other thing is, is uh, this kid down in Cornell there, I, I hope they throw the book at him. I really do. They won't. You know, enough's enough of this. They won't, run, they won't throw the book oh, at no. him. No, because we all know this, and, and it's okay to say it now. Right. There are two systems of justice. There's mm-hmm. a system of justice for the people who are of uh, liberal persuasion. Right. Uh, and then there are the people, uh, the regular Americans, right, that exactly. uh, get the, the short end of the stick. Right. The law-abiding citizens. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, if, if correct me if I'm wrong, it, the guy that they they have a mugshot of this bastard that threatened violence against uh, Jewish yeah. uh, uh, students. Is he not Asian, or am I you know jumping the gun here? He looks Asian. No, he's Asian. Uh, he is Asian. So what's his beef? Why, why would an Asian person have anything against the Jews? Aren't they supposed to mind it's their own business? Brainwash. 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 Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Brainwash. Yeah. Just like I, jo- just I thought like they those, were better than that. To be like quite the honest. Nazi youth. Right. Are brainwashed. Colleges are brainwashing. And now it goes all the way to elementary school. Our brainwashing youth today right. to not believe their parents or anything, right. uh, except for certain ones, mm-hmm. and to uh, you know hate America and, and right. you know all this and that stuff that they they protested in the sixties, mm-hmm. you know, and all that kind of stuff. So well, yeah, it's uh, his, his, it's his, sad. I mean, they want communism. It's, this guy. Well, I don't know what they want. They, ignorance doesn't know anything above and beyond what they want to know. So who knows what they want? I think government can handle things better than the private. But you know, here's here's something here's something controversial, and I'm going to say it anyway, because there's a lot of crazy things going on right now. The anti-Semitic sentiment going on on our campuses and whatnot, coming from all types of cultures, coming from the Asians, coming from, obviously from the Muslims, coming from uh, white people, coming from Jewish students, even. I think there's one other aspect to this. It's it's also that we've seen it in the BLM. We've seen it, you know, against uh, defund the police. What we've seen it, you know, uh, uh, you know, to defund all white people and so forth. Is that it's not so much the? It, it, don't get me wrong. It's hatred towards the Jews and it's hatred towards Israel because of, obviously people who live in Israel are Jewish. But I think there's a lot of anti-white sentiment because the last I checked, Duffman, Jewish people in America are white people, just like you and I am. And I think this, you know, so when people say, oh, isn't this awful what they're doing to the Jewish population, not just Israel, but to the Jews here, it's also something for white people to definitely stand up and say, hey, you know what? They're picking on us too. And, and people aren't bringing that up, but I'm going to bring it up here. It's, it's a lot of anti Semitism, but on top of that, it's this whole, it's, everyone is just grouped against the white majority in America, and this is yet another opportunity. Does that make any sense to you? It does, but I can tell you another reason why there's anti-Semitism in this country. Why was that? Is because Ben Ben Netanyahu there. Netanyahu, yes. Benjamin Netanyahu. Uh huh. Backed Trump. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. I'll. That that supports what I just said. Trump and him were Mm -hmm. friends. Right. So automatically, 
a friend of a, a friend of my enemy is an enemy of mine. Right, exactly by association. And that's the me- that's the uh, mentality. I'm sorry to say of the ignorance in this country on the side of the left. Right. I mean, you know, they can sit there and make fun of the people like they used to do down south. They make uh, fun of uh, rednecks and people that lived down south. Right. And, uh, you know, that kind of stuff and call them ignorant and this and that. that remember, that used to be okay if you were right. from New York or California. Sure, sure. Uh, but now who are the ignorant ones? <laughs> all, all I know is it's you know what Here, here's the silver lining and then I gotta go I gotta do a break because Joe's calling at the bottom of the hour Joe this, who? Joe Stanley this, this, What's the phone number? Do you know what? Uh, uh, 800-3333 I don't know I don't know why you actually gotta call him or why? You're not gonna call him No, no So here, here's my point and then I gotta go Here's here's what I see I mean I saw a video the other day of this 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 uh, this pro Hamas uh, um, uh, altercation between black people and Palestinians, and I think it was in New York City, and it's like, whoa, that's a no-no. I mean, if this spills out, I mean, here it is, we have all this anti-white sentiment, BLM, uh, defund the police, blah, 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 you, you, you didn't belong here, you brought people here from across the ocean, you are colonizers, and so forth, and then I see this, wait a minute, now all these crazy bastards are actually attacking urban Americans right now? That's a no-no, but at the same time, a silver lining, because who knows? The pendulum might swing in our favor when urban America realizes that white people are actually at your disposal. They are, they are your friends after all, Duffman. So I, I see a, a bright future once again with, with our BLM friends once they realize they're on the wrong party. And then hopefully, and I said this before, that the Mark Zuckerbergs of the world and, yes, our own Jim Levin of the world would open their eyes and realize that their own party – has betrayed them, Duffman. Their own party continues to betray them. Not just because of four or five different members of the so-called squad want them dead. It's because other members, Jewish leaders in Congress, are saying absolutely nothing about the squad and the other things going on right now. So hopefully, it's not going to happen, by the way, for the record, but hopefully these people will stop, not only stop donating to their old alma maters like in Harvard and Princeton and, and Columbia, and now I see even Stony Brook's got uh, you know a crappy school down in Long Island's got protests and pr- uh, people supporting Hamas. Hopefully, these people that graduate from these institutions cut themselves from them automatically forever. And hopefully, George Soros doesn't make up for that pitfall, or for that matter, the federal government doesn't give them millions of dollars to make up for the loss in, in dollars uh, uh, coming from uh, uh, you know uh, former alumni. But anyway, that's my hope, Duffman. It's a silver lining in everything, right? And uh, I, my guess is the average Jewish American voter is still going to vote blue. And that's what I don't understand, especially after the last three weeks. That I don't get. Me neither. So you know what I say, Glenn? What's that? Trump 24, baby. I hope so, my friend. I really do. I, but it's not going to happen because, you know, bear in mind, <laughs> right, uh, that, you know, that's not going to happen either. And uh, the people who run MSNBC, interestingly enough, happen to be on that side of the fence and they still won't listen. Crazy world, it really is. And if you watch Joy Reid, um, boy, that's she's she's something else. All right, I got to do a break. We'll be back right after this. Hi, this is Councilwoman Sarah Campo Pierce by Babcock for City Council. All right, thanks for that. Um, Joe's still not calling in at the moment. It's five thirty, so who knows? I had a question about. I saw something yesterday. I actually took a picture of it. I don't know if I sent it to Joe. This guy. Was, he was hauling a, uh, a small little trailer with, um, with a sit-down mower and a push mower. And it was funny. He was purposely going out of his way to 
because the push mower, the handle on the push mower was projecting outside the back of the trailer. And it's funny because all he had to do was reverse the trailer so that the, tra the, the handle would be on the inside and wouldn't be overhanging the edge of the trailer. Does that make any sense? And yet he was comp com compromising. He was, he was, he, any turn he would go around, he would purposely go around, he would swing around like it was an 18-wheel truck. Because he had to, you know, he had to make room for the hand. He knew that he had, it's just crazy. All you got to do is, and he didn't do that. Again, I've done some stupid things, but at the end of the day, I'm not hauling around a trailer. And if I was, I would be very cognizant of that. Because I know this, it's just tough enough for me to even put something on a trailer without it falling off. But having it hanging, and it was hanging over the edge by a good foot. Because it was, it's hard to explain, but... He had, a, he, was, he, he had to compromise. He didn't have enough space, whatever. Ugh. So what do you do then? You know, you're just minding your own business. How often do you see a video of someone sticking their head out of a, of a bus or a trolley or a train? It's, it's one of the funniest things in the world. I hate to say this. <clears throat> I watch crazy videos on my timeline. The, the difference between my time, I go on my wife's Facebook page, and everything's so nice, you know, dogs, cats, flowers, nature, friendly children. And then mine is just bar fights, Hamas, you know, people defending Hamas, talking bad about that country, tearing down signs of, of people held hostage in, the, in Gaza, all this stuff. And, and so, you know, when I see something, when I, when I see a, a guy driving along with, with, a, with, with a lawnmower sticking out of the back of his trailer, I'm thinking, geez, I should put this on TikTok and be famous. I said, no, I don't need to do that. All I need to do is present it to Joe Stanley and ask him if he's ever had anything. But the videos that I see every now and then, someone will like be looking out, I don't know, some, some crappy place like Bangladesh, and he's just looking outside the window of a, of a passing train, and then someone slaps him on the way around. It's hysterical. It must hurt. There's no doubt about it. It hurts. It hurts. <clears throat> and the other funny thing that I saw yesterday, actually it was mean-spirited. I don't know if you saw this, but there's this video of parents cracking an egg over their kids' foreheads. And it's, it, it's an expose. It's, it's like 10 different versions of parents like taking an egg and the camera's right in front of the bowl in which they're going to deposit the, the, the oak and the yellow, whatever, the white and the yolk into, into the uh, cereal bowl, whatever, to, to make scrambled eggs. But in order to crack it first, instead of using the edge of the counter, they, they just knock it off the, <laughs> the forehead of their child. And in many cases... The kid's like four, five, maybe six years old. One of the children, a girl, slaps the dad right back in the face. Deservingly so, in my opinion. But there's another little girl. She's the cutest girl in the world. Because all babies, all, all children are. And they, they, they hit her over the head with, with the egg. Break, you know, and, and actually, both of them did it. So bang, bang. She's completely caught off guard. This is all captured on video. And the girl, I mean, this little girl can't be more than four or five years old. And so sweet, so intelligent. And she looks at him and she says, well, that wasn't very nice of you. And then she goes over to the other girl. And it must be her sister or aunt, whatever. They're both adults. And she says, that wasn't very nice of you either. And she picks up an egg and she slams it on, on one of the girl's foreheads and then does the same thing. It was just perfect. It's amazing how children can be adults in a millisecond. Because at that moment, those kids acted, they, they, they defended themselves. One slapping the dad right in the face for doing that. The other one questioning him and then doing the same to them. Good for you, little, little girl. Good for all of you. I'd be pissed too. That's for sure. There's some things you can do, lighthearted stuff to kids, blah, blah, blah. But that's just not necessary.
All right, so Joe's not calling in today, so that gives you an opportunity. Oh, wait, wait, someone's calling in right now. Let's see if this this is legit first. Yeah, oh, it's Danny Francis. Long time no speak, Danny. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to call about a topic that's very uh, near and dear to my heart, and it should be to everybody in the listening audience who's concerned about national defense in the military. Right, what's that? That's the Tuberville hold on the military promotions. Okay. As, as you know, there's a development over the weekend where the commandant of the Marine Corps... Uh, General Smith uh, had a heart attack because he was doing uh, like the job of three different people, starting at three o'clock in the morning until three o'clock in the after, you know, the next morning. That's awful. Twelve hours nonstop. Yeah. Uh, and there's a the other one's too, the chief uh, chief of naval operations and the chief of staff of the Air Force. This is a pretty serious matter, and uh, for him, out of the you know why he's holding up these promotions and appointments, don't you? I have no idea. Actually, what you're referring to right now, I'm completely ignorant of, Danny, to be quite honest. Senator Tommy Tuberville is a Republican from Alabama. He was a football coach before he got elected to Congress. Right, I remember, yep. And, and, and replaced Doug Jones. Uh, he is holding up all these nominations to get their appointments and promotions and what have you, unless the Pentagon ends its policy. This is what he wants an end to. The policy of paying for travel when a service member has to go out of state because they say the station's in Alabama. Right. And, and the doctor says, you need an abortion because this baby's going to be born with no brain hmm. or whatever. It's going to, if if you, you try to give birth to this fetus, you're going to die. Or any other reproductive care, they have to leave the state. He's holding that up because of all those promotions some, ever since February. Huh about over 300 and so the DOD and the Biden administration changed that policy which is crazy because if you have a, a woman in the military and a, a team of OBGYN certified doctors say you need to have an abortion because you're not going to live and the fetus is not going to live and but they don't do it in Alabama so she's going to have to go to say or some other state or she's in Texas or whatever I understand yeah that. yeah see what I mean she has to travel outside the state yep. he doesn't want the military to allow them to do that all right well that that's 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 a horrible thing but Danny let me ask the question because you know again you're going to you're going to tell me I'm distracting but Aren't there other important things going on in the world than what's going on with that senator and his steadfast behavior? I, I agree with you, by the way. I think it's horrible. But at the same time, is that what really concerns you right now, Danny? It is because it's our military. Yeah, I know. But our military right now is going to have an incredible challenge in the next three to probably 18, 24 months. And you know what I'm talking about. Well, who's going to be making the decisions? It, you don't have to keep people in key positions from the four-star rank on down to the colonel's rank. I, I, that, that part, you know that, you know, you know better than I do. He's uh, holding up promotions and appointments. I mean, I mean, we have an administration that, for the most part, is saying that global glo global uh, warming is is still the the the, uh, the biggest threat to, to mankind today. Where in reality, it's hate in America and it's imminent war on at least three fronts. And I know I mentioned this yesterday about the hate, hatred, and ugliness and the divisiveness in the country. I, I did that yesterday. Mentioned that and got poo pooed by somebody. I won't mention his name on the air. But called after that and said I was going off the deep end because I was pointing out how how people are disruptive, they are decisive, yeah. angry, right? Uh, just really. But we're talking about the United States military. Yeah, I know. Now it's in turmoil. But, well, yeah, and and needed, bad timing. If we're, if we're needed for anything, particularly when it comes to our own national defense, and we don't have leadership at the top, who's going to make the decisions? I, th that part I don't know. All I do know That's is is yes, we are miserable. Just one senator. One senator mm -hmm. for his childish views 
on abortion and reproductive care for women in the country, and proudly serving in the military too, I might add, right. is holding up over three, four hundred promotions well, and appointments. Uh, again, I, I'm unfamiliar with it. I can't comment other than what you're telling me. This is a very, very serious. All right, real quick, Danny. Uh, do we win in a war? If we, uh, where, where do we go? Where are we going to be six months from now, in your opinion? Real quick. I, I hope we're not at any kind of war involved in anything else like we did with after uh, following 9-11, although we did the right decision. Well, this is a different ball of wax. We're not being, I mean, we haven't been attacked yet. But do you think we have to react to Iran if we get attacked here on the level of a 9-11? Looks like that might happen. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think Iran would have the guts to attack the United States. Well, I'm not saying Iran because, you know, remember, it was uh, most of the guys that crashed into our buildings were from Saudi Arabia. But we did take it out in Iran and Afghanistan. So if, if a 9-11 happens again, and with all the stuff going on with Hezbollah, with Hamas, and, of course, with the, with the background uh, curious people in Iran, what do we do then? Do we just, you know, carpet, carpet bomb everything over there? If, if we lose, like, four or 5,000 people in, in a bombing somewhere in Oklahoma City or, or, or something of that nature, what do we do then, Danny? Well, it, it, well you, first of all, you go to the source of who attacked you. That's the, that's the well, we didn't do that after 9-11. We didn't attack Saudi Arabia. After, so who do we attack? We went after al-Qaeda and bin, bin Laden and what have you, and then we got diverted because of Afghanistan and the, quote, WMDs that Iraq was supposed to have, right? Didn't have, right? We got off course, right? Oh, I agree, I agree. Well, well, you know, we have one less dictator. By the way, for the record, and and this doesn't get enough coverage, in my opinion, we haven't heard a darn other than one of our bases getting attacked in Iraq. Have we had any issues with Iraq in the last five, six years, well, Danny? We, we've got <coughs> several of our bases around the Syrian area and north of uh, Israel. Uh, right now, there's quite an effect. No, no, no. I'm asking about Iraq. Have we had an issue with Iraq in the last five, six years? Uh, <coughs> not, not per se with the military, uh, the terrorists. All right. Well, that's good. That's good that we got rid of Saddam Hussein and we neutralized the area. We proved to the world that if you screw with us, we will take one of you guys out. But, but, but then but, we left all of our troops. No, no. We evacuated uh, uh, Afghanistan uh, Kabul, we left everything behind, and now there's reports suggesting that this attack on, on, on the southern Israel started the day after. What say you about the weakness of Joe Biden as president and his decision to pull out of Afghanistan, and did he cause what happened three weeks ago in southern Israel? Go, Danny. I'll, I'll say it in simple terms. He abided by the, by the plan, <coughs> the schedule, and the circumstances and the procedures that Donald Trump... Yeah, had. I knew that was coming. Well, well Donald well, Trump well, wasn't going to pull out like that. You knew it was coming. Right. He abided by the agreement that Donald Trump made. Hmm. Right. And he, and he, and he, was, he wasn't going to leave any troops behind. He was going to give up the, the airport which we built. He was, he was just like Donald... Donald Trump had the same plan, right, Danny? He, he didn't even involve the Afghanistan government in the decision that he made to pull out when he wanted to pull out. Right. Mr. Trump did not. Right. Well, Donald Trump, for the record, Donald Trump said he would not evacuate everybody and he would still have control over the base. Do you, would, do you agree with that? He did not even involve the Afghan <coughs> Who cares about the, the president of Afghan left a week before the pullout. He took all of his money with him. You can't trust him. Come I'm on, not, Danny. I'm saying the first step, he did not even involve the Afghan government in the decision and the process to withdraw. Right. And right now, a lot of our forces in Syria and Iraq right now are under fire. All right. All right. So for the record, then, it would have been no... Di- 24, account, 24 attacks right now today in the last week on U.S. forces in the Middle East. Right. right. And all of them poo-pooed, thank God. And we Bad didn't lose Dad, a trip. Yeah. Yeah. Al-Saud Air Base, Ibra Air Base, right. sure. Right. And Iraq. Yeah. 
Okay. And in Syria. Gotcha. All right. Thanks, Danny. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. So, you know, it would have been no different if, if uh, uh, Donald Trump were president. So there you have it. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, Glenn. Uh, I've never heard anybody that could spin things <laughs> like your last caller, Ken. He's a true Democrat, and he talks about the abortion. What a spin on that, saying if somebody was born without a brain I didn't hear that. or a head, <laughs> they couldn't get that taken care of. What a phony explanation of that is. Wait, it did Danny just say that? To do, let me finish. Yeah, no, I, it has nothing to do with female reproductive health. Right. If there's any problem with a, a woman and her reproductive health, Nobody's stopping her from anywhere in this country and getting help. Right. The idea is they don't want to pay for people using abortion as birth control. Right. He spins that every time. Everything he says, he spins. You just ask him about Biden. He spun it the other way. It has to be Trump. Right. It has to be the Republican Party. Exactly. Nothing else. Right. I've never heard... So much BS in my whole life. Mm. But on the other, on the uh, voting, I wanted to tell you I was number one. Well, you really? Yep. Wow. Saturday morning. Well, you really? I was the first one in. Can I ask who you voted for? Go ahead. Go, uh, who did you vote for? Sarah. Okay. Babcock. Okay. And Sean. Okay. Mm. And, um, wow, the alliance. All I could say is, if anybody votes for the gang of four, which will be three, the gang of three, they're voting for the most underhanded, crooked people that I have ever seen on our, in our city. Yeah. Yeah. They're voting for more taxes. They have now spent just about spent all the money we had, and we've got such a huge amount of money that's going to be needed just for water. Yeah, a lot and of money. Fifty million. If you vote for them people, <laughs> you're going to get what you deserve. Thanks, Glenn. All right, thank you, my friend. Well, there you have it. Yeah, um, you know, I tell you what, I, I talk to you know people on the Republican side of the political coin, and they, they say the same thing about Donald Trump. They don't like Donald Trump. So immediately I said, well, I guess then you're going to continue with Joe Biden policies and, and allow Susan Rice to run run our, our you know run our nation. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just not going to vote for anybody. So that, that gets us somewhere. Okay, I got it. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. To follow up with Danny's yeah. uh, misinformation, disinformation um, about Tommy Tumberville. Right. Um, the admiral that you speaking of, I believe it was an admiral, will have somebody in his place. He's not going to hold that up. Hmm. He is holding up the other promotions because he wants the Biden administration to bring... Um, this this abortion thing to the floor right. and have it voted on. Right. That's the only thing he's asking. Hmm. <clears throat> and he says if it passes, then then they'll go on. So what, what does this guy do? Like he, he's skirting a... the Constitution by doing that. So was he a big? Su- not, what's that? Is he a big supporter of like Hobby Lobby when what they did and said we're not gonna. We're not going to go for this if 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 healthcare also includes abortion or 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 healthcare through uh, uh, Planned Parenthood. Is that what he's saying? I mean, policies need no. to change. Okay, what is he saying then? Because I'm unfamiliar with this. He's, he's saying that he does not want the public to. They don't want the public to use taxpayers' dollars, you know, the, to pay 
for a boy. No, okay, and, same uh, thing. Right, okay. Okay. And, and that's what is that what uh, well it's somewhat similar yeah they, all they, they have to do right Obamacare yeah bring it to the floor and mm-hmm. vote on it right and if it passes that's fine that's all it's holding it up it's nothing else he wants them to do it the legal way gotcha all right and I, and I get why Danny feels that way I mean did did Danny say that if a baby's born without a brain or did that last call to make that up did I miss that part. I didn't hear. All right, all right. I, I just wanted to make sure. If, if, I think he said something <laughs> to the effect if uh, uh, a baby's in trouble or a mother's right. in trouble or something. Right. And, they got to go to Mississippi. I don't think he went to that extent. Right. I got gotcha. you. But. All right. Well, I appreciate it, my friend. Thank you. Thanks for the call and thanks for the clarification. Because, like I said, I, I, that that that's something I'm not, you know, on top of. What I am, what I think I'm on top of, is the craziness that's going on in our cities. And watching people unrelated to the whole Hamas, Palestinian, Israeli plight are getting involved by taking down signs that are put up, you know, as, as, a, as a supportive way of, particularly in New York City, which happens to have a very, very strong Jewish community, a supportive way of saying, hey, this is my cousin, or this is my friend, or this is my mother's mother, or as aunt or sister, whichever, that's currently held hostage by Palestine, and this is in support of them, and to have people of all bath- ethnic backgrounds have nothing to do with this, s- pulling them down uh, in protest. And a lot of these people are caught in the act, which is one of the good things about social media, like we saw on Factory Street a couple weeks ago when people were taking signs down, that we say, aha, look who's taking the signs down. It's part of the you-know-what. So when someone is in a, there was another case where there's a bunch of baby boomer guys, and I can tell because they're gray hair and they're receding hairlines, and they're getting down on this guy for taking down hostage uh, signs, you know, signs off of uh, telephone poles. It's somewhere in New York City. It looked like Brooklyn, Queens. I don't know where it was. I don't really care. <clears throat> but they were saying, this is America. You can hang your Palestine flag. That's your will. But you cannot take down a, a, a picture of someone who's held hostage. This is our country now. And the guy was like, whoa. He, he was still defiant. Because at the end of the day, the guy who's pulling down the signs one day, he, doesn't, he won't have anyone like some New Yorker who's in his 60s, whose best days are behind him. He's a baby boomer. God bless you for standing up to this guy. But this is all we have left in America, an aging boomer you know, populace that still has that kick-ass you know, attitude that wants to bring the 20th century back to where we are now. But we're not strong enough to do that anymore. We're just not. We're in our 60s, 70s, 80s. We can't do this anymore. The next generation has to step up, but they're not. And we know what the X, or rather the X and Z, whatever, generates any one of the millennials and the Z generation guys, they're not going to go to bat for this country because ignorance has taken them over. Let's go to the phones. Hi, you're on the air. Never mind. Hi, you're on the air. Dallas. You there? Hello. Hey, what's happening? I just wanted to correct a little something about this Tuberville thing. Yeah, go ahead. Tuberville has blocked all general promotions. All general promotions. That means anything from major to general. And the reason he's blocking them is because the the, uh, female military can uh, go to another state and get whatever they need done. Hmm. And it's... uh, and it is, and because in Alabama, there's no excuse for an abortion at all. Hmm. Mother's safety or nothing. Hmm. Just to get that straight, people really should really do a little background check and find out exactly what they're talking about. 
because Tomerville is blocked, and, and they they managed to get three uh, through by doing them one at a time. That last month they got the general of the army, the army, right, uh, and uh, a couple other other ones. Gotcha. But just so you know, that's what Tomerville's done, and for last over six months, gotcha. No general promotions. Hmm. It shouldn't be legal for him to be able to do it, but he does. I huh. just want to make no. I get straight. it. I appreciate it. All right, I'll look into this. So I'll be prepared for this in future discussions. Hi, you're on the air. Turn your radio down. Uh, Glenn, you had uh, Mr. Spaziani on. Yeah, yesterday. Uh, you got Lisa coming in what day? Uh, that's on Friday, and Ben Showen's tomorrow. So she's going to come in the hotline and your show the same I, day? I guess so, yeah, same day. It's uh, a two I for Friday. I my breath on that. Well, why? What do you... What well, you? I called her on it today. That's why she's coming on the hotline, I believe, because she was supposed to be on there a long time ago. Hmm. The mayor's trying to sweep it under the No, board. no, no. Yeah, he was. He's trying to do it to me, you know. What? Why would he do I remember a lot of sh- stuff that happened hmm. a little few, a while ago. But on uh, Mr. Spaziani, I think the, uh, Tim is right on, on on that guy. This guy would be a total disaster on the council. Well, Tim seems. I don't to th- know if you agree with me or not. Well, no. I, I Tim seems to think that Kimball's the man. He he questioned Kimball to begin with, and um, based on the early numbers, you know, uh, the uh, someone just admitted earlier who they're voting for. Um, you know, we, we the the gang of three might um, in, eventually right, disappear. If he gets on there, you're going to have another replay of the game. Hmm. Uh, you know, he's uh, helping Lisa move his sign. As Tim said, why the hell did she call him? Yeah. Well, very, I, very strange. Right. You know? Well, like I said, if, if 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 people, despite the fact they they wouldn't admit that it was a mistake, if they could go back in time and not do it, they would do they would go that route. No oh, one thought they would someone. No one thought they would someone would take a picture and, and share yeah, it online. We are. You know, and so well, that, I voted for TJ. I like TJ. I don't know if you like him, Glenn. Yeah, I do like. I like them all. Yeah. I do like TJ. Yeah, I I, I like uh, Timothy even before he started running. Yeah, I I, I, I like Ben showing two I years ago. Danny's name, and I don't know if Danny will get any more votes, but. Well, At least he's got one vote. There you go. Well, we'll okay, have to. See. All right, thank you, my friend. Thank you. I got to do a break. You're listening to the Live at Five show, and we'll be back right after this. You've been hearing about Herringer's contracting, and now your roof is leaked. Herringer's now the roof people who always call you back. All right, we're back, and look who popped into the studio. What's it's uh, Johnny Spisano. First day Hi. is over, and I know Lance just left. Yeah. Uh, so this is one day Lance one of three for Children's Miracle thought. Network here yeah, for the radio thing. How did it go today? It went pretty good. I'm I'm happy with it. It's it's um. People are super generous in the North Country. Yeah, of course. And um, what we do is uh, like nothing that's ever been done before. I mean, I think we take it for granted. But, like, for instance, I'll give you an example. Yeah. Obviously, we play stories of local families, uh, you know, telling us about, you know, their challenges their challenges with having sick kids. Mm-hmm. Um, in the 4 o'clock hour, we raised $11,000. That's incredible. That's in the 4 o'clock hour. And what's the average donor? That's people calling in to donate. What's the average donor? I mean, uh, some people give $20. Some people give $120. How much was it again in one hour? $1,000. Did you say 11000 11000 Our very first Radiothon, we raised $9,000 in what? three days. And when was that? When was the first? What year? It was 23 years ago. So 2000. I've been, I've been doing it since 2000. Amazing. Yeah. So is that the most you've ever generated in one hour? I think so. Eleven thousand. But I still have two more days. Oh, I know, it, but that, but still, Wednesday is typically we raised a total of a hundred and forty-four thousand dollars in three days over so on the border. Eleven thousand in one hour. Do you know the tally for the first day? I mean, not that it matters. So I don't know the yeah. whole tally. So right. 
I guess we gotta wait. It's gotta be at least wait. gotta be at least twenty but grand. Pretty proud that yeah. yeah we raised that in one day on on Watertown Radio, right in the North Country in this Biden comic. Ah, Biden what? Timmy's, what, no, I, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just trying to Biden economics. Wow. Bidenomics. I'm just trying to participate, Glenn. I, you know, I want to make it political because we don't get political on my side of the building. Jim Levin just. I think he's going to fire you after that. <laughs> you know, there's, there's there's so many things you can say to Jim Levin, and you've said it before, right? but you don't tear down his Democratic Party. I know. The I same know. party that it betrays Jim and his people. He's not listening. He's over. Oh, he's listening. He's listening right now. I know he is. <laughs> and he'll tell you he's not. But anyway, I don't want to get political. I love how Je- it- I love someone says, hey, uh, Jeff Graham, did you listen to the Hotline uh, Live at Five show yesterday? Uh, no, but uh, yeah, yeah. Seven, five, five. No, go ahead. Sorry. Right. <laughs> and look, here, here's what I want to say. Yeah, I mean, love I love the national <laughs> politics thing, but it's our local politics that everybody needs to be involved in sure. each and every day. Right. And your vote counts. And Especially in the blue state. We, we got yeah. elections going on right in the city right now. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You can still you can vote now. Right. Yeah. You can vote yeah. now. Uh, right through Sunday. Yeah. Uh, at the county building. And yeah. And then, of course, Tuesday is a big day. And on Wednesday, we, we you know. Do you know what I have next week? Not totally unrelated to politics. What? I have the Zodiac guy, um, the Chinese Zodiac guy. He's not the killer, yeah, but he he's he's from here and he was arrested about two years ago for sending you know. And we'll get into it. His name is Jesse, mm-hmm. and I ran into him a couple of weeks ago. He actually he was supposed to be on yesterday, but everything got so clustered here, and you know, for some reason or other, a lot of the candidates were coming here and not on the uh, the noon hour. So I just got overwhelmed in the last two weeks. But Jesse's going to be coming in and explain how he was sent to prison for what he did and the people that he met in there. So that's going to be next. Be next yeah, I can't wait till that that happens. That'll be interesting. So, but okay, so you you eleven thousand in one hour, yeah, and that's day one. It just goes to show that you, the momentum over twenty three years, one hundred forty four, you're going to beat it. There's no doubt about it. I hope so. I, don't I know, know you are. I'm, I was worried about it, obviously. You, you know? were. You're like Johnny Carson. You always think you're going to go out there and bomb, but every year you get bigger and better. Despite the fact that you're right, Johnny, right. the economy isn't what it used right. to be, right. and you're still. People Telling, are still convincing, giving. yeah, exactly. Because and that's the thing: people are super generous in this town, and and that mm-hmm. I I have gotten myself in trouble in the past about it. I think that this town is you the never kindest. Did. Nothing. No. It's easy to pick it apart, but yeah, I sure. think it's a great town, right? Uh, with some really wonderful people, and I love the North Country. I've lived here over thirty years, Same and with me. I, I don't regret a minute of it. Well, that's awesome. Great people, including well, yourself. Well, Glenn. thank you, Johnny. Thank I remember you, when we met years ago when you worked in television. Exactly. We met at uh, 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 Tom Messon's house. AM 1240 WHN, what a time makes us legal. Up next, CBS. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks. Some Americans are finally getting out of Gaza. CBS's Linda Kenyon has response from the White House. Safe passage for wounded Palestinians and foreign nationals takes to Gaza has started. The president says they include dual passport holders and the injured. And Mr. Biden says it was part of a team effort. I want to thank our partners in the region, and particularly Qatar, who've worked so closely with us to 